Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, your host of Let's Ride, your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast right here on the Steel Curtain Network. That is right. We are live. If you've missed it, if you didn't see it, if you haven't listened, whatever the reason, SteelCurtainNetwork.com. That is right. If you go to SteelCurtainNetwork.com, that is where all of the written work is. You'll get our podcast feed there as well. We have consolidated everything into one home. I'm excited for this. I'm excited for Fans First Sports Network. That website is also live. You can get NFL content. We're going to be adding some Major League Baseball content, some more NFL content in terms of team stuff. We're just getting this thing off the ground, folks. I just want to let you know that. like, This is not the end. This is just the beginning. So make sure you buckle up and get ready for that as we press on forward. I do want to remind everyone that we do have a lot of social media platforms, and you can find us any platform by searching Steel Curtain Network. That is Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you're trying to find us on social media, just search for those terms and you will find us. We'd love to beef up our numbers. If you can give us a follow, a like, whatever it is, we would appreciate it. All right, let's talk about this show today. This show today is, is a an emptying of the notebook. So if you pay attention to the written word that I do, that I write, you has you saw the story, which was on, let me see here, Monday all about Mike Tomlin and the news from our inside source within the Steelers uh, organization about Mike Tomlin. We'll get to that. But I got more information than just that. I got a lot more information than just that. So my notebook is filled with these notes, and I'm, I'm like, okay, how do I do this? You know what we do? We just empty the notebook. We empty the notebook. The Steelers are reporting to camp next week. I think it's next Wednesday, the 26th. That's right, one week from today. That's incredible. But one week from today, they're, they're going to be reporting. So let's empty the notebook. Let's get this thing off to the right track by me giving you 
some insider information as it pertains to what we've learned from our source. Now, on top of that, don't forget in the second half of this show, we have the mailbag segment. The Ride or Die crew definitely did follow the directions this time. Thank you, Heath Davis, for following the directions. And we'll get into that in the second half of the show. But let's start off with the news, which is the insider information. So I talked about this or I wrote about this on Monday. I want to say it again here. This A lot of these notes are about Mike Tomlin. A lot of people were talking about, is there going to be an extension? What is it going to look like? Is is there is there going to be some tension between these negotiations? Everything that came from our source says no. There's not going to be any of that. There will be an extension. That there's, But there's, quote, unquote, no pressure as it pertains to him getting a deal done. He will be back. Our source used two terms. That there's unity of purpose and there's a unity of plan. As Mike Tomlin tries to jockey for position with this this new contract extension that he's hoping to get. What's really interesting, though, is that while this is a not an if but a when situation, so it's not a will Mike Tomlin sign an extension, it's when will Mike Tomlin sign an extension, is that his Mike Tomlin has essentially said to his agent, look, man, you, you do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. I got to get this team ready. Get Let's get the deal done before we get back to work. So we'll see if this happens before the Steelers report to training camp or maybe it'll happen during training camp. But everything that we're hearing is that he'll be back. It's a done deal. Everyone's on the same page. There is no distance between the two parties here. They are ready to get this deal done. Again, not an if scenario, but a when scenario. Now, the next thing that was discussed when I spoke with my source was was about the Steelers' offense, but it also bled into Kenny Pickett. So a lot of people, and when I say people, I'm not talking necessarily about the fan base, although that certainly does exist in this regard, but also the national media landscape of the NFL. You know, you're talking about the NFL networks, your ESPNs. Uh, You can even dive into, like, the pro football focuses of the world. They're all suggesting the same thing, that the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2023 are going to be a very run-heavy team. When you think about the additions they've made on the offensive line, bring in Isaac Sayamalo, you talk about drafting Broderick Jones, you talk about drafting Darnell Washington. These guys, if they can do one thing well, it is block in the run game. So everyone is assuming that they are going to be a run-heavy team. What my source tells me is that you should pump the brakes a little bit on that. That everyone that thinks that Matt Cannon is just going to run, 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 jet sweep, run, 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 jet sweep, you know what I'm saying, is it's not going to look like that. That they have so much trust in Kenny Pickett that they are going to be moving to more of a balanced attack. Now, this is something that I have been suggesting and hoping for for a long time. Even going back to Ben Roethlisberger's time in Pittsburgh, I've always said the same thing. I want a balanced attack. And when I say balance, what I'm referring to is not a perfect even 50-50 split. It is the ability to run the football when you want to run the football, setting up, passing, play action, whatever, or if you want to pass, you can do that as well. You're not one-dimensional. You're balanced. That is where they want to go, and that is what they're hoping to accomplish this year, and it's all because they trust Kenny Pickett. Okay, they all they trust him more than you ever could imagine. So the one thing that it was really interesting as well to, to continue with the Kenny Pickett is that the front office, the coaching staff, the scouts, they all knew what they had with Kenny Pickett. 
What you're seeing now, though, is are the players are starting to come on board with that as well. And it's not so much the fact that Kenny Pickett is, you know, he played last year. He was there. He warmed them over, and now he's winning them over. So last year was like, man, this guy could be pretty good. This year, the it, there's just an overall excitement in the building. These players are now believers as it pertains to the offense and to Kenny Pickett. There is, and this is again going back to the offense and its overall structure. There's nothing in 2023 that the Steelers won't do based on the fact that Kenny Pickett doesn't know what to do or doesn't understand the, the playbook or doesn't grasp a concept. Nothing. So, in that regard, when you have this news of Kenny Pickett being in complete command of the playbook, that was our source's quote. He is in complete command of the playbook. That if things go awry, well, is it Kenny Pickett doing it? Probably not. This is probably more Matt Canada, but still, this is something that Kenny Pickett going into year two, he already knows the playbook as well as Ben Roethlisberger did in his final year or his final two years in the league. But the problem with that, and the quote from the source is, there's nothing that Kenny can't do. He knows it and he can do it. You compare that to Roethlisberger, he knew it. We're not saying that Roethlisberger didn't understand the offense. He understood it, but he couldn't do it. He couldn't run. He wasn't mobile enough. Kenny Pickett is at his at his age, at his this stage of his career, he is the one that's capable of actually taking the playbook and implementing it. Again, he knows it like the back of his hand, and not only does he know it, he can actually go out and do it. So there's a little bit of a comparison there between where are they in terms of Kenny Pickett as a quarterback and comparing it to when Ben Roethlisberger was the quarterback. We're not comparing the two. We're basically basically just saying that where Kenny Pickett is right now might be, and I would suggest this is, the case is way further along than anyone ever thought possible, even in year two. They 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 love the Steelers organization loves themselves some Kenneth Shane Pickett. We'll put it that way. All right, some other news and notes here. A couple other bullet points before we take a break and get into the mailbag segment. Uh, a player that might be on the bubble. All right, this is this is a battle to make the roster. We're talking about a cornerback, very good special teams player. That's James Pierre. Now I don't think anyone that pays attention to the team that understands like the, the nuances of a 90-man offseason roster, would say that James Pierre is guaranteed to make the team. I would say that he has a leg up. Why? Because of his special teams play. However, when you go out and you draft two cornerbacks in this last draft in 2023, you bring in Patrick Peterson, you already have Levi Wallace, you bring in Chandon Sullivan, you've got players like Elijah Riley, who from our source is playing extremely, extremely good football this offseason. Now you start to wonder, well, is James Pierre good enough to make this team? So there's people pushing him. And from our source, this is one of the biggest question marks in camp. So James Pierre, we know what he can do as a gunner. He's very good in that regard on special teams. But how is he doing on the defensive side of the football? Is he someone that can actually go out there and be a depth piece? Not that he's going to start, but if he had to, couldn't he get the job done? Or is there someone on the roster that's going to beat him out? This is going to be a camp battle to watch. A big question mark heading into camp is, does James Pierre fit? And if he does... 
How does he fit on the defensive side that is not just as, hey, he also is a really good special teams player, and oh yeah, he can also, if he had to spot start, he could. So we'll see. James Pierre, a name to keep your eye on. Another name to keep your eye on, but not for the James Pierre reason. Pierre was kind of, you know, we're not so much sure how he fits onto this roster. No, I'm talking about a player that has been unbelievably uh, surprising, not surprising, maybe that's not the best word, having a great offseason, we'll put it that way. That is none other than third-year tight end Pat Fryermuth. The Steelers have said that he is having a fantastic offseason. They are impressed in that you, the fan, maybe the fantasy football owner, can expect an increased role in the offense in 2023. So think about that. In this upcoming offense, we all expect it with Darnell Washington, Zach Gentry, Connor Hayward, etc., that there's a good chance that they don't need Pat Fryermuth to be that in-line blocker anymore. That they don't need Pat Fryermuth to be getting getting his nose dirty. We've always thought that he had the skill set similar to a Travis Kelsey. Someone that, yes, if he had to go in and block, he could. But really, you want to get him in space and you want to really utilize his mismatch capabilities you want his size his athleticism and his hands going against either a smaller defensive back or a slower linebacker that's what you want to do that's what the Steelers are hoping to do and so far in this offseason he has been getting it done that's really exciting for fans of Pat Fryermuth. That's exciting for fans of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And it might even be exciting for fantasy football owners out there that are looking to try and get someone on their tight end roster that could maybe have a breakout year. So far this offseason, the Steelers, again, very, very impressed with Pat Fryermuth. I'm going to leave you with this. I can't go too into too much detail with this. But I know that when I say something like Mike Tomlin's deal is not an if, but when you might be, my ride or die crew pays attention. You might be sitting there saying, well, Jeff, we've kind of heard this before, haven't we? You know, you said the same without Alex Highsmith. Listen, Alex Highsmith's deal, it's, it's not done, obviously. We'd be talking about it if it was done. But let's just say there's been some changes, not so much on the Steelers side of things, and they're still ironing out some minor details, but in principle, there's still a very strong chance that, that Alex Highsmith gets signed either before camp or in the early portions of camp like Deontay Johnson did two years ago. So, yes, I know what I said earlier. But remember, these, this source information does not mean it's a guarantee. It just means that this is what the Steelers are saying and this is what they're thinking heading into training camp. So I do appreciate uh, the source, even though he remains nameless, for – going in and getting us the, the the dirty details, so to speak, for the Pittsburgh Steelers fan base and my ride-or-die crew. Speaking of the ride-or-die crew, right after this break, we're going to dive headfirst in the mailbag segment. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, Steeler fans, welcome back. It's Monday. I'm sorry, it's on Monday. It's Wednesday. Hump day. Happy hump day, everyone. And it is time for the mailbag segment. I put out the tweet every Tuesday morning asking for questions. And you provide the questions. I provide the answers in this show. Had a lot of responses. I used a Happy Gilmore gif. Uh, I love that movie. I'm sorry. I'm not going to apologize for it. So there you go. Let's get this started with Amanda Ullman. Haven't heard from Amanda since last season, I think. Here's what she asked. Why is Matt Canada openly saying they aren't going to open up the offense this season or aren't going to let Kenny sling it? What is the point in saying these things publicly? Can we even believe what he is saying? I'm going to be honest, Amanda. I don't believe it. I don't. I think this is, you know, we've heard Mike Tomlin say one thing and then go out and do the complete opposite. I think that this is kind of what's happening. I think that the Steelers, they they kind of are sitting back saying, you all think that we're just going to go out and tell you what we plan on doing? No, we're not going to tell you what we're doing. We're just going to go out there. We're going to do our business. We're going to do our work and we're going to get it done. And it's not going to be what you, anyone else thinks it's going to look like. I think this is just the Steelers keeping their cards close to the vest. Let's take a wait and see approach. But no, can you you ask? Can we believe what he's saying? No, I don't think we can because I think there's an ulterior motive. Andre three thousand said, "I'm going to be coaching middle school football for the first time this year." Good lord, he not, not you, the middle schoolers. He said, "What's one piece of coaching advice you felt helped you when you first started?" Well, Andre, I can give you a lot of tips for a lot of reasons. First, I spent sixteen years teaching PE in middle school, so I know the age group well. Uh, I can also say that as a coach, I coached at the high school level for 13 years. And I remember being on a middle school team. That was where my, my playing day started and stopped. I was in middle school. Uh, but nonetheless, so here's, if, if I'm going to give you some advice, this has more to do with the players than it does the coaching or the content that you're coaching. And what I mean by that is that middle schoolers are like farts in the wind. And when I say that you have to keep 
your practices, if you're a head coach, the practice has to be crisp, it's got to be concise, and it's got to be quick, meaning you want to know exactly what you're doing from the moment practice starts till practice ends. And the downtime is hardly, it's basically non-existent. Don't give them a chance to jerk around. Constantly keep them moving. If you have one group doing one thing, the other group should be on the other side of the field working on something else. Keep them moving. Keep it short. You'll keep their attention, and they'll actually probably be better for it anyways. So when I was a coach, and I got this from my high school baseball coach, I had practices scheduled to almost the minute. I would give my 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 players would see it. I would post it for them. I would give it to my coaches. Say, here's the practice plan for today. From warm-ups all the way down till we do our running at the end of practice, it was to a T. Be organized, get your ducks in a row, and you won't have to worry about those middle school shenanigans, I'll tell you that. All right, Dylan, he said, if you had to make a prediction now, who will be the unexpected stars on offense and defense? Who will be the unexpected letdowns on offense and defense? Okay, so the stars first. On offense, the unexpected stars. I'm going to go on offense. I'm going to go with Connor Hayward. I think he's going to be a problem for defenses this year. I just have this gut feeling. On defense, an unexpected star, yee, unexpected. I'm going to say Mark Robinson, meaning I'm not expecting him to come out and do much, and yet I think he will. On the Now, you also asked for the unexpected letdowns. Okay, offense and defense. On offense, I hate to say this, but I'm going to – an unexpected letdown would be Calvin Austin the third. We've all been waiting over a year. See what this guy could do. I don't know. I'm just not putting my ducks into that. I'm not putting my ducks. I'm not putting my eggs into that basket. I'm just not. I can't. On defense, an unexpected letdown. Shoot. This is tough because I like I like the Steelers defense this year. I guess an unexpected letdown would be Patrick Peterson. Time kind of catches up to him. So I hope that doesn't happen, but that's what I'll go with. All right, Corey, Corey Eckenroth asked a couple. He said, no pressure, Jeff. It's all on the hips, just like Chubb said. He's referencing the gift from Happy Gilmore. He said, what is the one thing you are looking forward to most now that you've left the crazy girlfriend behind the steel curtain at the curb and have all this new freedom? Uh, I, I, what I'm looking forward to the most, okay, is working my tail off, because I will, and I, I'm going to work my tail off for – Someone and something that is not this mega media structure. I'm going to be able to work my tail off to benefit the people that are creating the content. That includes myself. That's what the freedom is that I speak of. You work your butt off for a a mega media outlet like Vox Media, which owns SB Nation, and you realize that no matter how hard you work, all you are is just a little piece, a little cog in their system. I hated that. I've always hated that. So you know what? That's that's why I'm going to use your hashtag. You said ride or die all the way to FFSN. Damn straight. Corey also said a repeat from yesterday because he asked me this question, and I said, if you want an answer, ask it on the mailbag. And so he did. Were there programming limitations or anything that we, the ride or die crew, didn't know about that, and that you, you all at BTSC couldn't talk about that was stifling the creativity or purpose of the team, or was it simply sorry, just business? You know, there wasn't anything that happened between both parties that culminated in what happened. And I hope that makes sense. And that's not me dodging the question. A lot of this was sorry, just business. So 
the the SB nations of the world, you know, so when they made the decision to cut our podcast, Fans First Sports Network was created because of that. It was a ripple effect of a decision that they made. They threw the rock into the stagnant pond. We didn't do it. So when that rock, when that pebble, whatever you want to call it, hit the water, one of the ripple effects was that we started Fans First Sports Network. Now, I always kind of knew that eventually myself, Dave Schofield especially, would be leaving to one day, one day, didn't have any idea of the timeline, to go and write for the eventual website of fansfirstsports.net, Fans First Sports Network. And when that happened, I never would have thought that the offer would have been extended, bring your whole team over. Bring the Jeremy Betts, the Andrew Wilbars, the Kevin Smith. You know, Bring the Shannon Whites over. I got Tony Defio. I never thought that would have been extended, and yet it was. So I left it up to the writers. I said, it's up to you all. Y'all want to come over, come on over. You don't want to come over, that's fine too. But if you want to come over, let's do this thing. Let's start it fresh. Let's run it back, but with a new organization. So yeah, it wasn't really just a sorry, just business deal. We let SB Nation know on July 1 that you were going to have us till July 15. And that, on, uh, I guess, July 14, two weeks. You, we gave them our two weeks and said, this is what's happening. Because that's when we knew that this was finally happening on the 15th. I gave them the two weeks and what they did with it is up to them. So yeah, sorry, just business. Good question though. Tony Larix is British Open picks favorite, uh, British Open picks and favorite Troy Polamalu moment. Okay, so this is me just really hoping in terms of the British Open pick. Uh, I don't want Rory McIlroy to win. I really don't like Rory McIlroy, and it's not because of his stance on live or anything like that. It's all based on the Ryder Cup. I love the Ryder Cup. It is, outside of the Masters, my favorite golf event on the planet, and it happens every other year. And so I, I, I've become such a red-blooded American during that time, and I root so hard against the European team that there's no way I could ever pull for one of those players in regular competition. So I'm actually saying, give me Ricky Fowler. I would love to see Ricky Fowler win a major. I really would, and it would be awesome to see it do it there. My favorite Troy Polamalu moment, there's so many. It's hard for me to say there's a bigger moment than the interception in the AFC Championship game against the Baltimore Ravens at Heinz Field at the time. That's my favorite moment by far. Pick six. Brian Haynes asked several. He said, does this surprise you? And it was a graph that says the fewest points per game allowed since 1966. Steelers ranked number one at 18.7 points. Baltimore Ravens ranked number two at 19 points. Third ranked is the Dallas Cowboys, 19.6. The fourth ranked the Chicago Bears at 20 even. The fifth rank is the Green Bay Packers at 20.2. And the sixth, finishing out this graphic, is the Minnesota Vikings at 20.2. Does that surprise me? No. I mean, when I think of defense, definitely thinking Steelers, Ravens, Bears, Packers. I guess the Vikings and Cowboys might be the two that I would kind of like, really? Like they, they would be there? But when you go back to 1966, they had some really good teams. So there's that. Brian Haynes also has several more. If you could redo the schedule, what things would you change? Um, I, I probably would only one thing, uh, two. Uh, of course, right? When I say one thing, I mean two. Not have two Thursday night games, and I would have the bye week later. Next one, Brian. Do you believe that this team is built like the 70s team? Strong defense strong running game, and decent quarterback play. I hope so. 
I hope that the defense is that strong, and I hope the run game is that good, a la Rocky Blyer and Franco Harris. Brian Haynes is what's your favorite Tomlinism? Uh, mine favorite, the one that I always kind of kind of cling to, is when you have red paint, you paint your barn red. I don't know why I think that's so funny. I always reference it, but hey, it's it's just I don't know. It's funny to me. And last one from Brian: What is your ceiling for Kenny Pickett to George Pickens? Can they be Ben Roethlisberger to Antonio Brown, or is that too much? I think it's too much on both sides. You had Ben Roethlisberger at his pinnacle and Antonio Brown at his best. And Antonio Brown is way more versatile as a, as a receiver than George Pickens is at this stage of his career. Could they get there? Maybe. Am I going to bank on it? No. But at the same time, let's just, again, let's pump the brakes on that talk right now. All right. Heath Davis asked several, do the Steelers know something we don't about the inside linebacker room? Do you believe next year will be a hard reset with a position with the Steelers drafting one in the first round? I'm going to take a wait-and-see approach. I talked about Mark Robinson maybe surprising some people. Maybe they have some plans for someone like a Keanu Neal who's played some inside linebacker before. Maybe a Tanner Muse. I think they have a plan. I really do. Another one from Heath. Another 1,000-yard year get Harris. Will another 1,000-yard year get Harris a second contract? I'd like to see him stick around. If he isn't the top of the league, do you believe he would take a respectful offer rather than holding out for a max deal? I don't know if any of these running backs, when you talk about the Tony Pollards and the Josh Jacobs and the Saquon Barkley's, they were all franchise tagged and did not get a long-term deal. I don't think they're holding out for a max deal. They just want what they deem is fair. There's a big discrepancy in that that thought process. The running backs see themselves as this, and the, the, the teams, the organizations see themselves as that. So I don't think that the max deal is the right terminology, but I think that Najee Harris is going to have to play well. I think he's going to have to play well this year. I think they will pick up his fifth-year option, and then you start talking about extension after that. All right, last one from Heath. You're instructed to build a complicated piece of furniture from Ikea, and you must have one stealer help you with the project. Who do you choose? Um, I guess it's a current stealer, so I will go with, shoot, let, you know, I don't know what it is. I feel like Christian Koontz would be a guy that would know what he's doing. So I'm going to go with Christian Coots, the long snapper. He's from Pittsburgh. All right, let's go to Doc M. He asked two questions. How should the NFL market value for a positional group like running backs affect Najee Harris? What level of prior performance would be enough to overpay? Would a franchise tag create a holdout situation? Well, I think what you're seeing now is the running backs didn't sign deals that they felt were not fair. So the franchise tag stays. I think the problem here is that you know the franchise tag, which, again, they can't complain about that. The players, they can't. They, they signed the collective bargaining agreement. That is collectively bargained. That isn't the owner saying this is how it's going to work. It is, hey, we, have, we think this might be helpful, and they have to say, yeah, that's fine. We'll do it. So they can't be mad at the franchise tag. It's going to be interesting to see the market value based on what these running backs do this season. So I'm talking about those three I mentioned, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs. If they go out there and ball out this year, like Tony Pollard played well enough that the Cowboys should have paid him a big deal, I think, right away. Maybe he was expecting huge money. I don't know. But if they play really well, I think they get themselves a contract and it's big. We'll see. That's going to dictate a lot of this market value stuff. He also, Doc MS also asked, how should a fan critically evaluate what coaches and front office members say regarding personnel and scheme. What should be considered true opinion versus misdirection? There's only one way of knowing that. And it's kind of what I alluded to at the beginning of the mailbag segment when Amanda asked, 
can you listen and believe what Matt Canada is saying? And my answer was no. That's misdirection. But we won't know it's truly misdirection until the Steelers, in a regular season contest, go out and say that we're going to throw the ball and we're going to open it up. So, yeah, in terms of evaluating, you have to see what they say and compare it to what they do, and then you have to decipher then. So we shall see. Bagels and bong rips. What a great name. Said listening to Steeler fan, super fan, dad, Steelers. That's the longest Twitter handle ever. It's Dave Schofield. He said, talk about points per drive made me a believer of something I knew was always lacking whenever drives would end in a field goal. How critical are points per drive to you, and what do you think the 2023 Steelers points per drive will be? I don't know what the points per drive was last year. I just can't remember. I should have looked it up, but I don't. I don't have that in front of me. Um, I, I do know that in the second half, they actually did a really good job with points per drive last season. So for me, I think that for when I look at this, how important is it? You know, it, points per drive is important, but if you're scoring touchdowns, like that's what matters. It's the touchdowns per drive. You know, points, yes, three is better than none. I get that. Seven is a hell of a lot better than three. So give me touchdowns. I said this before. I've said it on multiple podcasts. I want to see the Steelers scoring more touchdowns this year. That's the most important thing. Last one from Todd Hall. Hey, pick six Hartman. Hey, Todd's listening to my shows. He knows all about my legendary pick six in eighth grade back in Wheeling, West Virginia. People still talk about it. Whatever. Maybe it's just me that talks about it, but someone, I am someone. He said, what's your opinion on McElroy saying he would retire and only play opens before you play a live golf tournament? You know what? Go retire. I don't like the guy anyways. He's pompous. I don't like him. Rory McElroy could just cease to go. Just don't golf anymore ever, Rory. Go back to Ireland. Go live in the United. I don't care where you live. You want to stop? Stop. I really don't care. That's my feelings about Rory McElroy. And that's my mailbag segment on Wednesday. So there you have it in case you were looking for some golf news. All right, folks, that does it for me. I am done with this episode. It was a great episode. I, I really am hoping that you enjoyed the, the sourced information in the first half of the show. But also, I'm always very appreciative of the Ride or Die crew with the questions. I make sure on the lookout for Friday's show. We have the All Bets Are Off segment with Jeremy Drone Bets. I always look forward to that. And it's just going to be the wrap up of another week, which next week they're, the Steelers are in camp. I'm so excited for that. I know you are too. You know how we finished out here, though, right? Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you on Friday. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at chumbacasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special mom in your life. And what better way than with the Osea's limited edition skincare sets, featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets that are perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their advanced eye care duo brightens, awakens, and firms the skin around your eyes, while the golden glow body trio nourishes and smooths the skin all over. Both sets are packaged in giftable boxes. They're so beautiful you can skip the wrapping. And the best part? For a limited time, you can save up to $46 on Osea's sets. Plus, get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. This Mother's Day, get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. Go to OseaMalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off site-wide.